Hello, welcome to Elgin Movie Watchers Podcast. I'm Chuck Slackton, and I'm here with my co-host, Steve Gould. Hey, Chuck. How you doing? I'm doing as best I can under the circumstances. Okay. Yeah, I I hear you. I, I was saying that all we need uh, is 35 more days of rain, and we'll be able to tie with Noah's Ark. That's it. It's been, it's been some hellish... Uh, rain here in uh new york but uh well enough about the weather okay line uh, up two by two yeah right so uh, before we go any further let me yeah. tell people who might be uh, listening to this watching to this or or maybe just envisioning this as a nightmare <laughs> okay you can follow us on twitter at elgin movie instagram at elgin movie watchers and Facebook at Elgin Movie Watchers Podcast. And you can contact us anytime at elginmoviewatchers at gmail.com. Thank you all for watching and good night. No. Good night. <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, so it's been I think, well, I think this is a very significant. And in the time that we had talked about doing something about, uh, the labor movement and strikes and everything it's been fluctuating so much i mean it's uh really amazing uh, uh looks like uh wga did some heavy negotiating the writers guild of america and they got their uh they got their uh basically what they wanted which was terrific um and uh and we still got uh united auto workers out on strike and it might get uh, bigger but uh, you know, it's 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 kind of wonderful to hear. Uh, I mean, I know you spent after uh, after the Elgin uh, your years um, in the labor movement on uh, in in the union, the Postal Workers Union, uh, even running for office there. Uh, the only cursory uh, uh, union time I had uh, was as a kid when I served four years as an apprentice uh, uh, bricklayer. So I was a member of the- uh, Cursory uh, Union. A, lo a local, yeah, uh, a local union, uh, Local 41, brick Bricklayers Union. I did get my journeyman's card, but then I went off to school. But um, I, I always say, because I spent most of my time in management, that uh, if management would have ever been fair to its workers, there probably would be no need for a union, but they never they never negotiated in fairness or did anything for the workers. So thank God the workers have the union. Well, if the uh, management was fair to their workers, there'd be no need for management. It would just be the workers. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But I, I, but, I should say I, I'm still involved in the in the union movement and. Uh, you know, still actively uh, uh, participating in, in in mine union and some uh, union activities. You know, just beyond my 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 local union, have been a a member of my union for forty four years. Hallelujah! And to someone that looks this young, it's shocking that this. 
I've been at a union for 44 years. But wow. anyway, you know, the labor movement has been necessary and important. Yep. Uh, of course, of the way uh, workers have been treated uh, historically uh, from the time of uh, slavery and feudalism to uh, just yesterday normal uh, exploitation of workers. So it's really great that the uh, unions in in the film industry have been active. I, I think that there's a certain kind of activism or militarism among unions that I think was really, you know, prompted by what took place at Amazon. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. I, it got people into understanding that no matter, you know, who you're up against, how big they are or whatever. You got a shot. That the old saying, the workers united will never be defeated. And uh, of course, when we were at, at the Elgin, uh, we were not... Uh, well, we were united, but we weren't a union. Well, you know, we, we actually, uh, our workers weren't unionized other than the projectionists. Right. Who were uh, in the local 306 Let's face it, when things got really bad at the Elgin, yeah, and we had to re basically reduce pay of everybody, the only people who got paid what they originally were going to get were the projectionists. The projectionists. Because, they, because they were unionized, and while that, uh, uh, you know hurt at the moment i mean i i was raised i can't fault him on that you know no not at all well i was you know i came from a a union family uh both my parents were uh union members or activists i would say even and and my uh uh maternal grandfather was was a union organizer and uh wow so it's a strong part of of my upbringing that evolved into you know how I've lived my life, but the reality is that only now in the United States only ten percent of the workforce are unionized. Generally speaking, what do you think back in the uh, the 30s or the 40s? What do you think the percentage were of union uh, members? Well, maybe. More or less into the 40s and 50s, it was maybe, you know, 30 percent. So like almost one out of three workers were unionized back then. And now it's one out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for me, growing up, you know, in a working class background, uh, mostly everybody I knew uh, their parents were, were most of the people were union and members of unions. And now is you know among young people it's it's very rare that uh, if you one in yeah, ten yeah. that that their family is union or they even have a a sense of the history of of, of unions and you know certainly at this point you don't get much you know pro union uh, sentiment in 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 the news or uh, but I think they did a, a survey Chuck I don't know whether it was uh, I don't know who did it but they said that the uh, unionization issue had become more favorable this year than it had in the past 20 years, that people are looking on it not as negative as they had in the past. Right. So uh, I think that's the step, and I think you're right, with uh, what was happening with Amazon and uh, people, uh, I mean, the guys at uh, UPS said they were going to go out, but they got what they needed, and now... Uh, even uh, the uh, actors for the uh, video games, uh, they're, you know, they're SAG uh, after people. 
uh, and there's about 3,000 of them, I think, that might be going out with the other SAG after. I want to bring up so that people knew it was an issue that we were quite aware of. And early back in the 70s, when we had Movie Watch, we had uh, somebody who's a documentarian, still still working, still doing a lot of stuff. But uh, you had uh, interviewed uh, Barbara Koppel. And uh, well, the, the documentary that we uh, that we highlighted on the show was... Uh, Harlan County, which was about uh, uh, workers in Harlan County in, in Kentucky and, and their struggle. And she did an excellent... Uh, yeah, a documentary, I guess, award-winning documentary. Uh, yeah, on that, and it was uh, you know good to have her on on the program and be able to touch on the importance of of unions and unionism uh, as it impacted workers then, right through now. And and the film holds up. I would recommend yeah. that if they you know can you know find it somewhere. To see it, the uh, Harlan County, uh, Harlan County, Harlan USA. County, USA, yeah. Harlan County, USA. Yeah, it was. Uh, let's see, what was it? Nineteen seventy-three, yeah. and I guess that was against the uh, was it the Brookside coal mine that uh, that uh, supported uh, Duke Power at the time with their coal. But you know, um, there were feature films that actually people. Uh, paid good money for they did good business that while they weren't documentaries dealt with issues and 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 one that i really enjoyed was uh, martin ritz film norma ray you know when sally feels jumped up on the table and holds up a sign mark strike i mean uh people intellectually or theoretically see that and understand but somehow it doesn't compute and I think some of it uh, might uh, ascribe to uh, what's happening in the world with the big guys and us little guys that everybody thinks, let's say they're going to win lotto. So they want that big prize when it wouldn't it be wonderful if people were betting that money, that there were a lot of little prizes. Everybody wants the pot of gold and they don't seem to think about the other guy you know that if they take all the gold there'd be nothing left for the other guy well i that may be true but i think a lot of it stems from the fact that the you know six mega corporations that pretty much own everything in terms of the world of uh, communications entertainment whatever uh, are not going to present anything pro-union in their storylines or whatever unless it's something so overwhelming that they think that they're going to be able to make a make lot of money money, money yeah, from yeah. it. But That's I think true. it's a mistake to un, you know to misunderstand that uh, what's really behind this is we are getting propagandized, narrated, indoctrinated, however you curated <laughs> to, to be to be uh, you know mistrustful of unions to think that unions are are, are not good that unions are corrupt. That we could do better without unions, and uh, and it's and unfortunately it it's it's working, but it really isn't because I think people, you know, given equal uh, information, are making that choice. I think it's because they've been basically uh, brainwashed, 
educated, brainwashed into thinking that unions are not a necessity or that they're negative or whatever. And, you know, obviously unions are like any other institution. You know, uh, there are unions that have been and, and can be uh, corrupt, less effective or whatever. Yeah. But I've also my own experience that, uh, you know, with with the right the people involved in, in unions and uh, engaging the workers in basically, you know, self-defense uh, uh, for working conditions and the fair wage and whatever, that unions can be uh, very effective and very powerful because in most situations, when you look at the bosses and you look at the workers, there are a lot more workers than there are bosses. And sure. it's a question of, you know, getting Biden together. But also, uh, I think that uh, it's been brought up that this guy, Fane, who's the president of UAW now, is a much more progressive leader and realized, you know, if there's this loaf of bread on the table, unless we do something, we're not going to get the share that we deserve. So I think that's important, as you say, uh, with uh, leadership. And it goes back, if you think uh, back even to the 30s, uh, Charlie Chaplin was talking about this with uh, industrialization and what was going to happen to the worker in modern times. I mean, that still stands the test. It's a great movie dealing with those those issues. And uh, since my background is also uh, entertainment and my wife Nancy's involved as a singer-dancer, one of my uh, favorite uh, movies, and I know this is very strange to bring up because it's a musical that dealt with the garment industry and a strike called Pajama Game. And in that movie with John Rayton, Doris Day, uh, they have a song and the song is seven and a half cents. And that's what the workers wanted as an increase in their hourly wage. So, as you say, you know, the powers that be in Hollywood would not be putting on a pro-labor movie, whether it be it musical or otherwise, if they didn't think they were going to make money at it. So I I understand that fully. But there are a lot of uh, movies that uh, people could see, and there certainly are a lot more uh, documentaries that... uh, highlight uh, that issue. Yeah, well, again, this was dealing with the uh, large corporations and the uh, people involved with the government, you know, begrudgingly uh, given to unions of the labor movement. Ideally speaking, they would uh, like to go back to the really old days. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Get out the whips, (laughs) yeah. It's uh, really profits that matter, but it, you know you could see uh, that in these, in these strikes uh, and winning uh, contracts, it was really you know what the uh, you know, the screenwriters are asking for was really not anything unreasonable, right? And considering uh, you know the fact that uh, with so much being uh, streamed as opposed to the old ways of presenting stuff. Right, right. People just needed, you know, fairness. It wasn't like they were going to uh, do anything that would take away from the uh, 
multi-millions of profits that large companies are making. They're just saying, well, you're making money. Our people should be making money too because you know the fact that stuff is being streamed doesn't mean that the, that the people who worked on it, wrote it, produced it, whatever, acted in it should be getting, you know, paid less when it's being played to so yeah. many people and you're making profit from it. And the, the thing that happened, and that now they're using this as a reason not to negotiate, is Fran Drescher, their president, told the truth. And now they're saying, oh, she was so hostile towards uh, CEO of uh, Disney. Uh, how can we negotiate with someone like that? Well, she was only telling the truth about what was happening. And when uh, you look at uh, the UAW, their workers, you know, bellied up to the bar and said, all right, you know, in 2008, we got to save uh, the companies. I know it's our jobs, but we'll take a cut. You didn't see any of the uh, senior management saying, oh, uh, the, uh, the people, uh, stockholders well, with their earnings, now you're going to take a, a, a shave on this too. And our CEO is taking a shave. These guys took a cut and all they want to do is get, get get back what they gave away when everything else is going up. So, you know, it's it's only in fairness. It really is. Unfortunately, that doesn't seem to be enough that people have to uh, fight for it. And I really didn't do any preparation into films uh, about unions over the years. Yeah. But I do remember the there was one with... Um, uh, well, we got one with our buddy, Roger Moore. I mean, uh, uh, Michael Moore with Roger and me about GM. I mean, uh, he's cranking them out, you know. Uh, he's telling it. And uh, it was a good film, but it was a documentary. I found uh, another movie that Barbara Koppel did. And it was in 1990. And it was called uh, American Dream. It was about a strike at the Hormel meat plant oh, yeah. in 1985 in Minnesota and that was that was a, a real uh, a really uh, good film i know this was not a documentary but a movie that dealt with the trucking firm that norman jewison made called fist and it was with some of our buddies uh, stallone uh, rod steiger and it was about uh, you know the trucking industry and how corrupt it had gotten with uh, with management a movie that uh, I never saw this documentary, but when I when I was talking to a friend, he said, you know, a, a terrific uh, documentary that took place in the 80s was called The Last Pullman Car. And it took place back at the Pullman, which is, you know, the trains that they used to make the sleeping cars and stuff back in Chicago. And he said that was a very, very good documentary. The, uh, the British had uh, a couple of films. I liked, even though it was done as a comedy, I thought Peter Sellers was a riot as a worker in a missile factory in uh, I'm All Right, Jack, which was, I think, back in the 60s. And, it, and because of what was happening at the strike at the missile factory, it, it turned into a national strike. And it was an amusing film. So there's... Uh, one, one film that took me a while to see for whatever reason... But really dealt, you know, with, with uh, 
unions in the mine. It was John Sayles' movie, Mate One. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I never got to see that, but I heard it was terrific. Yeah, it's uh, James Earl Jones is in it. You should definitely see that. Yeah. That's it, Steve. You have to see that before. Yeah, the that was, uh, what was that, in the late 70s that he made, made one? No, it's an 80s film. Oh, an 80s film? That was a uh, a powerful film. But, you know, unfortunately, it's not like there's a thousand uh, <laughs> union movies for us to uh, to pull from. But there are, but there are uh, features that... Uh, I mean, I think that uh, I don't know if we. Uh, I think it was, yeah, you know, it was after uh, Movie Watch. Otherwise, we would have uh, done a big thing on it, and that was uh, Mike Nichols' film, uh, Silkwood. Oh which, yeah, uh, which you know dealt with the nuclear plant and the exodus that uh, was uh, accidentally killed in a car wreck. Yeah, so there's. Uh, well, it was a good, definitely a, 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 a good workers' film. Was uh, the Devil and Miss Jones, not to be confused with the Devil in Miss Jones, but uh, yes, yeah, we know that one. Forties well, film when the uh, when the owner of the of the store decides to go undercover to find out why the, the workers hate him so much. Yeah, as Charles Coburn. I yes, I think you're right. I think it was Coburn, and they probably based that reality series. That they have on television now on that movie the uh, ceo goes in undercover as a worker in his own plant yeah in, in the other countries there are films uh not on i don't know that much about documentaries but there are other films dealing with uh strikes and labor uh my wife and i saw i thought this was back uh i don't know about 10 or 15 years ago a thing called made in dagaham which was a, a city in uh England, where there was a uh, a Ford uh, motor plant, and uh, they were uh, paying uh, female workers only like half what the male workers got. So uh, they had a big strike at that Ford plant, and it was a well-made movie. It starred uh, what's his name, Bo Hopkins and uh, Sally Hawkins, and it was uh, was well done. Way back in uh, 1963 in Italy. Uh, there was a movie called The Organizer, and uh, it was uh, with Mastriani, and uh, it talked about uh, in uh, Turin, you know, northern Italy, the textile factory and a strike because of the workers' uh, unsafe conditions and things. So there is food for thought with uh, films dealing with the labor issue and uh, I'm certainly glad that the people now are fighting a little more. And uh, if the uh, younger generation is now uh, more interested in what's happening uh, with elected officials, maybe they'll also realize that they maybe could uh, stand having uh, having uh, in the labor movement somebody represent them rather than try to grovel for a... Uh, an increase in their salary themselves. Well, we can always uh, be hopeful. Yeah. So, well, I I hope uh, maybe this has given uh, some of our uh, listeners uh, food for thought on this. Um, and uh, heaven knows it's going to be uh, news at 11 all the time about what's happening. If there's 
a union that's going on strike or a union that negotiated a good settlement that's uh, going to be, uh, I think, a very active season. Yeah, well, I think it's gotten into people's uh, consciousness. Yeah. And work, you know, it builds the success of one union helps another because, as I said yeah. earlier, that there are a lot more of us than there are of them, you know. Yep. And people yeah, that's to, what we got to remember. When people so. understand that, then, you know, we'll see what, what happens because uh, it's t- tough times and tough times ahead, but uh, fairness should reign. Yeah. <laughs> Workers should get, uh, you know, a, a livable wage for their uh, work, that they should work in uh, safe working conditions, and they should have a means of uh, protecting themselves against the uh, abuse of uh, supervisors or bosses. And, uh, you know, it's like the big difference between being a, a unionized worker that has a contract contract and a uh, means of get, getting representation as opposed to being in a situation where the boss could just say you're fired bye-bye yeah and and also the other thing is in uh in the past and that's what made uh america strong was the middle class and and the middle class was made by workers uh having things like a health plan that was paid for mainly uh, by uh, whom they worked for, and uh, also uh, the fact that they could have uh, some kind of pensions. Otherwise, uh, they think they're going to be able to live just on Social Security. People are going to be eating cat food. And uh, you, you can't get ahead if you don't uh, uh, ha- have some kind of uh, pension or uh, sharing for uh, the future with the uh, company you work for. So I guess uh, we've uh, done this in, uh, and I hope that we've given uh, those listeners some food for thought, and we'd love to hear from them too. Right, and to check out the films about uh, workers. Some of them were you wouldn't think of, like, well, 9 to 5 is a film about sure. people. No, it's true. It's true, you know. And maybe those, 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 those type of films can... Uh, spark someone to say hey wait a minute you know it took uh it took somebody to uh start that uh tidal wave at amazon and uh you know it was because of that i think that people at starbucks uh started thinking about that you know and uh uh some other companies uh now trader joe's so you know so people should, you know, if they think about it and check out films uh, and, you know, Grapes of Wrath, uh, Salt of the Earth, you know, some great yeah. classic films about, you know, working people that are good, good for uh, to, for us to uh, check out and, uh, yeah. you know, put things in context. It's, uh, you know, yeah. like, you know, seeing... Uh, Grapes of Wrath, you know, in between, you know, watching episodes of The Billionaire or something. Yeah. <laughs> Balance it out a little bit. But before we go, yeah. I'd like to, ask, to remind people that they can follow us on Twitter at Elgin Movie, on Instagram at Elgin Movie Watchers, on Facebook at Elgin Movie Watchers Podcast. And they can always contact us by email at elginmoviewatchers at gmail.com. 
So does that mean we might get some uh, hate mail at uh, Gmail from management? Well, <laughs> we can handle we'll it. Yeah, we can handle, we can handle it. Handle it, and but okay. then more likely, uh, percentage-wise, we should hear from workers. There are a lot more of them than there yeah. are uh, managers. Well, good, good doing this again, Steve. And yeah. We'll get back and do another one uh, sooner than later. Okay. That sounds like a plan. Okay. All right. Take care. Bye. 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 Thank you.